This is Coffee Number Five. I'm your host, Lara Schmoisman. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Coffee Number Five. And today I want to talk about smiling because I know how much a smile can make your day. I remember one day I was, I think it was young. I don't remember if I was a teenager or young adult, but I had a bad day. And that day I was walking on the street and there was this guy, I don't even remember if it was cute or not, but the fact is that he had this huge smile and that smile that it was, it made my day and changed my day. And from that smile, but my bad mood just disappeared. And that's the power of the smile. And that's the first impression I got from that person. Again, I don't remember if he was handsome, young, old. I just remember the smile and how it made me feel. And today we have here Sarah Alperin, which I love her immediately with her smile, which is Zoom, because I met her with on Zoom a, a while ago, and I said, oh my God, I have to be friend of this woman. I have to have her in, this, in my life because she has the best smile ever, and she makes you feel at home. So welcome, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so thrilled to be here, and thank you for that wonderful intro. <laughs> See, she's laughing. She's always making me happy, and I love that. I'm trying to laugh quietly because I'm actually super loud laugher. <laughs> I'm I, I'm the one who laughs. I, I don't. It runs in my family that we laugh and we cry, and it's contagious. So I start, and then my mother goes, and then my mother, grandmother used to go, and they were like three people laughing without able to express what they were laughing about. <laughs> I love it. And my husband hates it because he doesn't understand what we're laughing. And we're like two, three stupid people just crying and ugly crying. He's like missing out on all the fun. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, I creating this amazing platform District Bliss. I want you to tell me a little bit about your platform, why you created, but I mean, Bliss, just say it all and about how we click with people, how they we connect with people. So tell us a little more about what is it about. So District Bliss is an events organization that specializes in networking and connecting people. We love to say that every event is actually a networking opportunity. So whether it's online or in person, um, so every workshop or co-working session or whatever it is, we always make sure that we connect everyone on their social media and we encourage people to reach out to one another and collaborate. It just every opportunity that you're showing up for, you might as well meet people that are going to make you happy and that you can work with and collaborate with. Um, so we do a whole bunch of business building workshops. Um, we do some fun stuff like watercolor, signature drinks, or creating paper flowers, just because we want to feed that creative side of ourselves too. But it's basically we bring people together. I want to say something about the networking. It's okay. You don't have to click with everyone. It's okay that you don't have to work with everyone. But you never know who you don't click today because it wasn't your time. Maybe you do in the future. So I always say never burn bridges. 
because you never know how life will reconnect you with people. But I want to go deeper into this first impression because I do believe that first impressions count. Yes, I absolutely agree. Um, And whether that first impression be from the actual event page or from a person that you're meeting at the event, those impressions count because it's whether if it's the brand and the event page, it's whether or not you're going to show up. If you're looking at someone's marketing and um, and it doesn't speak to you, then you're not going to show up to those events. And um, in terms of first impression, the, the thing you're always going to find about me is that it is extremely rare to have me not smiling and it is extremely rare that I won't laugh or make an awkward joke or do something totally like just ridiculous and I'm just going to own it. I, absolutely. I'm the same way. And we were talking about this before the podcast today that it's okay to say something that is not as long as you're respectful to everyone, of course, but uh, it's okay to talk to someone about something that is not the weather or the health. You can talk about other things and you can be memorable because I think that you need to make a positive first impression, but at the same time, memorable and say, oh yeah, that person was set apart from other person because I remember the conversation. Yes, exactly. And I'm always one to, I mean, jump into a deeper conversation that's more because I want to get to know you. That's how I can connect people. So that means that I want to know who you are as a person. So I understand what you want. And I'm not necessarily going to talk to you about your business so much as I'm going to ask you about your life. Yeah, I'm the same way. But at the same time, I think you need to make it fun and memorable and that the people can relax and they don't feel the pressure that, oh, we're talking about business. I like every week I meet with each one of my clients and I don't go to business straight. It's like we talk about fun things, like the fun thing conversation we had today. It was what life is. It's like about me finding a rat in my garage and I'm not okay with the rat, but I'm okay about talking about my real life. And then, and then Sarah brought the cockroaches. Yes, I did. Those are the two things that I really just want to go live somewhere else away from me. <laughs> so if someone comes to you and someone who is super shy and say, I want to network, I, I don't know how to start, where to start. How would you guide that person? How to would you tell them, hey, these are just how to get your feet wet into networking? I would say there are two things um, because there is in-person and there is online. So, and I know that we're going to eventually go back to in-person stuff. So we're going to imagine that the future world will be hybrid and there will still be online and still be in-person. Please do, because I'm so done with driving. I know sometimes we'll also like you and I are not in the same space and we have had an authentic connection. Absolutely. Even online. So, well, first of all, let's debunk networking a little bit because when you hear the word networking, it immediately brings anxiety up in everyone the same way that traffic does. Those two words, they're just horrible. Like you just imagine it's like, oh God, another networking event. I just hope they cancel. And now online, the only way you're really getting out of it, unless you're just letting yourself off the hook, is 
if the internet goes down because you don't have to get there. It, the weather can't impact you. <laughs> you don't get a snow day. Well, I live in LA. Everything in LA is at two hours away with traffic. And in those two hours, there's so many events and so many times I want to meet with people. I just cannot do it because I only have so many hours in the day. And you also don't necessarily live where your ideal clients live or your ideal people you'd want to hire. So you might live in um, Calabasas and your uh, ideal client lives in Long Beach. Yeah, well, that would be like a three hour drive each way. But I, what I was saying is, oh, besides that, I mean, right now I feel like something my company was used to because we were always digital, but now everyone is okay and someone doesn't feel completely uncomfortable working with me being in New York. And I don't feel the pressure that I need to go to New York to meet them face to face. Yes. Yeah. We definitely have kind of gotten a little bit over that. Also, which make, makes me, my pricing to be more uh, affordable in some place because I don't have to account for those trips. Yeah. The not traveling for work has saved me a boatload this year. So networking can actually be fun. I swear. You just take the idea of work out of it. And so what I like to do when I go into a networking event in person, I'm an extrovert. So I will look for someone who seems like they're an introvert. And I'll introduce myself to them. And there are two reasons that I do this because they're generally standing alone. So I'm not getting iced out of a circle and I'm not being a hoverer by myself because, you know, you get like those, those lurkers on the outside of the circle. Uh, like you said, you want to click without being clicky, but sometimes those circles are clicky. It's hard when you go by yourself to an event and People know each other already. And so they're in this circle. And what are you going to do? Say, hey, guys, my name is Laura. Even if you're an extrovert, still awkward. Exactly. So I like to find an introvert. And then I introduce myself to them. And then I bring them around with me. And because then I'm introducing myself and this other person that's lovely and also excited to meet me because now they don't have to do all the heavy lifting that drains their battery completely, then I'll introduce myself and that other person to the circle. And that immediately disarms the circle. So then immediately everyone wants to welcome because I'm doing something generous by, by introducing another person that I just met. And, but um, the most important is that you are not alone. You are already bringing someone else with you. So you have your own army. Yes. But I didn't bring that person, so I'm not tempted to just stand in the corner with them and catch up about our rats and cockroaches dislike. Because <laughs> that's tempting, too. Of course. Of course it's tempting. But uh, because going and breaking to that group, that circle, takes guts. It does. It does. I mean, and I'm a former introvert. Now you're reformed. Ah, you didn't know that, huh? I'm totally reformed. Well, you have, I was an introvert. And on top of that, I didn't speak the language. So I was totally introvert. And then I had to say, uh-huh, uh-huh, because I could understand most of it. And I couldn't speak back. But you know what? One day, just, I think when you're in your 40s, just, you don't give a shit anymore. And you just, it clicks. And you just do it. And I say, okay, you're going to speak English. I have a podcast now. And now I'm just going to connect with people. 
I love that. And I actually can relate because I have traveled a lot. And whenever I understand Spanish, but I don't speak it very well. And also the way you're taught to speak Spanish in school is not the way you actually communicate in Spanish. Oh, wait, wait. I can have a whole conversation about that. I have kids in high school learning Spanish and we have issues lady here. And I have issues with the teachers and I'm, I do not go quiet. It's so hard. You know, there's a lot of like, depending on where you're from, there's a lot of slang, like just way that we speak, you know. I fail the homework. I cannot do the Spanish homework. It doesn't make sense what they ask them to do. I used to get so frustrated in Spanish class because they could, they would say that there wasn't an accent on my eye and it was that it would look too much like a dot. And I was like, what do you want me to make it like the whole page? Come on. You, you saw me so white that I can be a ghost. I do not look Latin. And I have this weird accent that because I learned people, English from people from all over the world. And I, when I learned the English, I learned it with their accents. So I'm kind of a weird accent. Then my, son does speak Spanish fluently. He has an amazing vocabulary, but he speaks like a gringo. And he's super white as they come. He can be a vampire for what people think. And he is like, they can never think that he's half Latino. And talk about first impression there. Exactly. So I found so many situations that even I'm in front of a Spanish teacher that his first language was not Spanish, by the way. And it's this arguing with me about uh, my son's performance in Spanish. And I said, oh, really? So I kept having the whole conversation, the whole parent-teacher conference with my son in Spanish. Let's guess who is one was missing out. Oh, God, the teacher. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, absolutely. And that shows you that one thing is what we learn, another thing is what we do. It's all about how communicate. And that's even more important in networking, how you communicate yourself, even if it's with the video camera or in person, not only the vibe that you give, also how comfortable you are with the world of how you relate with people. I mean, I don't care if someone called me babe, doll. It's how you say it, not why you say it. Yeah, that's a big thing right now because a lot of us are afraid to say a lot of different terms and we're afraid to make mistakes, right? But sometimes like remember that it is the way you say it. So don't kick your butt too hard later when you're like, oh man, I wasn't supposed to comment on how her hair looked good or something. Like, don't be too hard on yourself. Don't be, don't let yourself be too afraid to say the wrong thing. No, I mean, and if we, it's all so subjective. Like if you like the person hair, even if the other person has an issue with it, you still like it. Maybe it won't make you click with that person for more than you want because you weren't meant to click with everyone. Yeah, not everybody can be your people because you would have no time for anyone, especially yourself. Absolutely. Talking about ourselves, lately I've been, this is a woman's month and we're recording this in March. And I've been talking to a lot of women who said that they were like a moment in their life that everything changed and they realized that they were doing things for others, for cultural values 
but they won't do it for themselves. And I feel like networking is one of those things that many times women don't do for themselves. Like we met people in our kids' school. We met people because we have dogs in common. We work, meet people at work, but not just for the sake of meeting people and find that maybe we have more things in common than just that activity or our kids or our dogs. Yeah. Or that we both have podcasts or are both business owners. You know, we kind of, it's really easy to fall into friendships with people that you have something in common with, but they're actually not the right people for you. Exactly. And at some point, it's like they were telling me that they opened their life and their mind and realized they have all these relationships that they're adorable people, but I don't know if they are the people in my life and what I need. And that changes through life. Absolutely. I have another podcast called Laughing with Gingers, and we actually talked about this on an episode recently. Shockingly, I have a podcast where I laugh loud and have red hair. But we talked about the life expectancy of a friendship is about 10 years. You tend to, if your friendship grows beyond 10 years, you have periods where you essentially have a drought in that friendship where you kind of fade out of your lives and then you come back together. And that that's actually really healthy because you have different needs at different points in your lives and you want to connect with people that satisfy those needs and that you satisfy those needs for them too, what they, you know, their own needs. Yeah, these are two-way straight relationships. I found myself reconnecting with old friends um, because life changed. So you can reconnect again. So it's, it's not everything new. Something old could be new. Yes, exactly. And, you know, we can all, we all are constantly reinventing ourselves in every way, but especially as business owners, like maybe you're starting a podcast or maybe you're transitioning to offering only online events. We actually have been hybrid for years at District Bliss. So we've had online and I was so lucky about that. I didn't know that, but also it's about finding not only the right match, but also your right crew. And it's okay that we evolve as business owners too. Our givings and our offerings as a business change too, because life moves all the time. It's okay to do that. You know, it's it's okay to move forward and, and to have somebody go out of your life for a while and then come back in when it's the right fit again. Yeah, I love that you just use the word recycle because I, I, it's an expression that I use all the time that I had to recycle myself so many times in this lifetime. And probably I'm still due for a few more. And it's okay to say this is not working for me anymore. And my question for you is how would you recommend people just go about saying, okay, I need a new set of buddies. I need a new set of, so how, where do you start? Well, if we're looking at it online, I would start by looking at the actual branding as, and that means the colors, the words, the imagery, the level of professionalism, and if and make sure that speaks to you because that type, if you're going to an event, you want to make sure that if you're investing your time, that you're getting an, a return on your investment. So make sure that each event you attend, you feel like there's a connection there because everyone else that goes to that event is going to be feeling like it's you know, connected to them in some way. 
And what about the intention? Because many people go to network to get out of something out of there instead of just going have fun and learn something or meet people randomly. It's like I'm coming here to the business. Yes. So definitely set your intentions and then show up and actively engage with those people that are there. So um, whether it's a workshop or whatever it is, or a networking event, show up with your camera on, show up and have a document ready where you have the links to your website, your Instagram handle, if you have a freebie, because if somebody asks a question that you might have some insight into, then you can drop those links and say, Hey, I'd love to connect. I have some thoughts about what you were just saying, you know, let shoot me an email if you're interested and drop your email right in. So when you go in prepared, you have a little bit more of like a comfort level to begin with. And then when you you know, listen to what other people are asking. And if that's something that you relate to or find intriguing, something you can offer insight into or a question that you also have, those are the people that you're going to want to connect with later. So go into it with an open heart and an open mind and in it from a generous space. And come back with a list full of email addresses that you can follow up. Yes. Or Instagram handles. You can slide right into those DMs. Yeah, that's that's true too. And last thing before I let you go today, because I know they are super busy. I want to talk about collaboration. I mean, it's not all about making money. The money, I feel like it will come, but many times starts about giving. Don't be afraid of having your toolkit of things that you can give and also be able to ready to do your asks, to give your asks, because that's what's networking for. Say, hey, do you guys have anyone who can help me find a contractor or be ready to ask? Yeah. Or any podcast that I can be interviewed on. I'd love to be a guest. I don't really know any podcasters personally. Would anyone be willing to connect me? Absolutely. So it's all about gives and ask. So don't be afraid. Sarah, thank you so, so much for being here and to join me with your amazing love. I already made my day and I will talk to you very, very soon. Thanks so much for having me. It's always such a pleasure to see you. Thank you for joining us. If you like the show, remember to leave a review. I will really appreciate it. If you want to know more about marketing and myself, follow me on Instagram. My handle is Lara Schmoisman. was so good to have you here today. See you next time. Catch you on the flip side. Ciao, ciao.